0: I know you're clinging to the light of hey, day What's going on, buddy? Hey, good to see you, man. it yeah, was
1: a nice, uh, okay. like an opposite of a bear hibernating, right? We hibernated for the spring and summer, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it's been way too long. You've been uh you've been busy? Yeah, super busy. It's been wild. Um, I don't know, just life, kids and all their activities and my work has been like a little bit more travel with everybody getting back to in person and so I've been kind of flying around to DC, Chicago, and uh Houston primarily. Oh, wow. and then just doing stuff here in Dallas too every so often going over to the office and Doing all that stuff, but it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah, dude, that's sweet. man. Yeah, you probably have more changes going on with you. I mean, you mean, aside <laughs> from my
1: my, uh, my wall color paint here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah the Strength and Otter logo up. Yeah, no, I mean a yeah. lot, a lot of yeah, you know, a lot of changes, a lot of good stuff, right? I mean, I quit quit my job, so that was uh, that was big. It was a long time coming. Um, yeah, you know, just again, just different, you know, no, nothing bad, just differing uh, opinions, different thoughts, and. I just wasn't having fun anymore, you know? And, and honestly, I mean, I think, I mean, should I quit the job without having
0: another one lined up? Right. And, <laughs> yeah. Which, that, that's, that's never, uh, it's always, uh, you could, you had to push past the fear there. Right.
1: Yeah. Well that's, and that's exactly it. Right. It's, it's, you know, I mean, I, I'm proud to say it takes some balls to do right. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a, I mean, you know the deal, dude, it's like you got one income and you, know, you got a wife and four kids and yes. to just leave that that's got to tell you something right I mean that's yeah. even the fact How that you were spontaneous didn't think about it, was it it was pretty it was pretty spontaneous I mean I, I had been thinking about it for a while just you know wasn't wasn't really happy and you know I mean I, I think I don't know if I told you like my you know all my top recruiters my top producers had left right yeah. so that makes that makes that industry really really hard. Um and and again, I just differing opinions, you know. Just just that's really what it is, you know. And, and yeah. focusing on you know the community that we focus on or that that I focus on is really hard when you don't have the buy in of the organization or the support structure behind it. Right? Again, nobody's yeah. fault. I mean, if they want to blame anybody, it's my fault. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, I I got no problem falling on the sword, but at the same time, I mean, I kind of took advantage of it. I you know, we, so I resigned, I guess about a month ago. And then the, that whole week I redesigned my office, you know, started up the, you know, know if you call it a a coaching or the mastermind group, you know, with, with Legion and Strength of Honor. And yeah, I mean, the first, first meeting I think was, was real good. You know, we had about 10 or 11 guys on there and all That's walks really of good. life, you know, all, all good dudes trying to, you know, trying to better themselves and better others, and good ideas. And it wasn't perfect, right? I mean, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't like a, a Frisella or a Mylett thing where you're like, wow, this these guys are pros. It, it was choppy, but at the same time, you know, it was it's kind of like seventy-five hard. I was like, just get, just go, just do it. Like, let's, yeah. you know. So I mean, I think I think I even sent you the invite
0: like the day of. I was like, all right, tonight, yeah, yeah. tonight's
1: the call. Like that's, that's
0: what it's all about, man. I mean, think about when we started this podcast. It was just like, oh, let's meet up at the library, and uh, I reserved some sort of room in the back that I thought would be great <laughs> for yeah, good sound. Dude, you know, we didn't even use the room, right? Didn't we just sit out in some, like, conference room? Yeah, yeah, but it, was, but it was perfect. But it's it's just, like you just have to start. It doesn't. It's not It's not going to be perfect. I mean, it's still not perfect, but at least you're doing something, right?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's something, and, you know, again, I mean, on, on that note, I mean, if you look at the podcast itself, I mean, dude, we've got – yeah, I think we're, we're approaching like 5,000 downloads, right? 85, 86 episodes. I mean, that's now granted, there's been a lull for like, you know, a month and a half, two months there, but, yeah. and most of the time it's just me on a rant, right? On, on one of my workouts. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think, you know, the, the number of people that I've talked to about it, like people, people like it or they seem to like it, right? I mean, and, and it's funny. I actually, uh, you know, kind of looking at that whole thing of just starting, right. It's like, I had a conversation yesterday, so I, I applied to be a, a first form athlete. Yeah. And I, I applied like, like months ago and all of a sudden on Sunday night, I get a text message and uh, it was from a guy over there, I guess, who's in charge of like heading up the next search or whatever. So I'm like fucking stoked. I'm like, hell yes. Like, yeah. You know, so, you know, it was go back and forth. We ended up having the conversation yesterday and, uh, just a good conversation. I mean, it was a thirty-minute conversation, and I don't even know if we necessarily talked about, you know, what it is to be, you know, a first-form athlete. We more talked about just thought processes, and you know, he wanted to get to know me, right? And I know you've talked about yeah. that, you know, just with, with your experience and conversations with those guys too. But it was due so. To is it the athlete
0: or the legionnaire? Athlete really yeah in what i'm doing yeah, yeah so
1: so but it kind of it kind of turned because I guess they're not adding any athletes right now okay he wanted to talk just to get an idea of where I was so that when they do make the decision you know i mean they're in or i'm out but he gave me some you know some tips some ideas of like hey here's here's kind of stuff we're looking for you know they're not looking for the most fit they're they're looking for people that, that obviously want to help people. Right. And, and, you know, kind of wear that with a badge of honor. And, you know, like it was cool because I was telling them, like, well, dude, it's kind of wild because, you know, just with 75 hard, right. Like I was talking about you and I, how we talked about it for like a year and then finally we did it. Right. (laughs) And and I said, and now here I am starting it up for the third year. Right. It's like, it's, it's wild. But then I look at what, what has transpired since that. Right. I mean, you yeah, know, started up the, the strength and honor, you know, clothing line, started up the podcast, started up the Legion group, you know, finished the program. I did, you know, now I'm doing strenuous life, which I'm four months into that. You know, I'm now what's that? So that's a um, It's funny because, you know, I'm a I'm a sucker for memorabilia. So I got my, my <laughs> coin for finishing the boot camp. Nice, right? But it's basically yeah. it's it's very similar to to seventy five hard. It's just the difference is some of it is harder, some of it is easier, right? So like like the first thing we had to do was take a, a cold shower, right? It was okay. like you know for one week every day you had to take a I think it was a three minute cold shower, and I'm like like all the guys in the group. There's like hundred and forty six people per class, like all yeah. across the country. And every one of them was like, man, like, I don't know. Anybody have any tips on how to get through these cold showers? And in my mind, I'm like, fucking pussies. Like, (laughs) right? Like, but, but I was that too, right? Like again, two years ago, I was that person where I was like, oh man, this sucks. Like this sucks. But now, I mean, I've honestly taken a cold shower every day for two years now, right? Every day. That's just, that's what I do. And when I take a hot shower, I get all like nauseous and cranky. Like it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. But it's, it's stuff like when you do you do your workouts, like one, one week, every workout you did had to be barefoot, right? Okay. So like I was running barefoot, walking barefoot, like walking through the woods barefoot. Um, you know, one was, you know, for like extra points, you could find a rock that weighed like 40 or 50 pounds and pick it up and carry it over your head as you're walking barefoot. So <laughs> I had my weighted yeah. vest, right? 60 pound vest and a 50 pound rock. And I'm walking down the trail barefoot, and it's cool yeah. because you know people see you and they're like, like that's that's what I like. I like people to look at me like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Like, you know, like, it's I don't know. It's just that you you build, especially with four kids, right? You know, especially yeah. with with two girls in, in high school. I want people to look at me and be like, whoa, that guy's a little fucking nuts. Like, let's <laughs> let's just kind of tone it down. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's but they yeah. also have it's it's kind of like a grown up like. Boy Scouts, but I was never a Boy Scout because I always thought that was weird as a kid, you know, but nothing I just played sports, you know, but it's, yeah. it's, there's all these different like badges you can get. And, it you know, some of it are for fishing. Some of it's for hunting. Some of it's for, you know, like I had to, I had to learn how to pick a lock, right. To be a locksmith. So like I learned how to pick a lock, like all That's these cool. things that just kind of, I don't know, man, like, like challenge yourself in different ways. Right, so once yeah. you finish the boot camp, which is twelve weeks, there's a there's a different challenge every week of the year for fifty two weeks forever. Right, so some of it's repetitive, but at yeah. the same time, like it it's different. You know what I mean? It's different because I think the one thing that the the program has done with me is it's opened up my my eyes and my appetite for more challenges. Like, all right, what can I do? Like, what else? What else can I do? What else can I accomplish that I never would have thought I could have accomplished? Yeah, you know. So totally.
0: you know, the thing it did for me is like the idea of hard is something you look for instead of like you shy away from. Yeah, 100%, right. Like if you can find something a little bit harder, like like little things that I do that probably don't make sense to a lot of people. Like I don't want luggage with wheels on it. Right. Because that just makes it easier at the airport, but it's like one of those mental things. Like I want to carry my stuff through the airport, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it, it's just those little things, you know.
1: But that, but I think that's and again, that's that's what it's all about, right? And, and honestly, like the conversation I had yesterday with the guy, his name was Nick, and uh, yeah. you know, I told him about the podcast too because you know I was telling how you know we, we listened to him for so long and you know, blah, blah, blah. And we talk, talk, talk. And then we finally did. And, you know, everything kind of spiraled after that. But, you know, I even told him, I was like, dude, like check out like some of the earlier podcasts. I said, you know, again, to, to quote you, like when we were in the library, right. And we were talking about, you know, COVID or the thing that didn't even exist yet. Right. And we were <laughs> laughing about it, making fun of it. And here we are, you know, two, two and a half years later, and we're still laughing about it, making fun of it. And, to "quote-unquote" dumb guys that don't know anything about science were actually dead fucking on exactly. That we
0: right. Exactly what said. And all the people that were wrong now—if they don't realize they're wrong by right now, there's just like a mental disorder, right? Because now it's all come out. Everything. Yeah. Like even things Fauci's saying and Biden, and it's like you, if you're still stuck on the fact that maybe your mask help protect people or your social distancing or any of the business shut down. If you think that helped flatten the curve at all, you're delusional.
1: 100%, man. And it's, it's, but it's funny though, because there are still people. I mean, I know people <laughs> and you know, people that will still not, not, not that I expect an apology. Cause I don't, although I would apologize if I were in their shoes. Like, Hey, you know what? I fucked up. I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Right. But, but at the same time, they, it's, it's that classic, like, make it go away, mommy. Like, if I, if I just cover my eyes and cover my ears, it never happened, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like, no, nah, actually, you know what, assholes, you – it happened. You did it. You were adamant against it, and now you look stupid, and you're going to continue to look stupid until you fess up and say, hey, I'm sorry. Now, whether it's today or whether it's 10 years from now – The apologies are common at some point in time. And it doesn't
0: need to be about politics either. Nope. Just because you were wrong doesn't make you a Trump lover or anything. You know, it doesn't mean anything other than it was simple science. There were solutions. There were idiotic solutions. And it's just like common sense stuff.
1: Well, it's, 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 (laughs) but that's the thing though, right? It's, it's crazy because there are still like, I went to back to school night for middle school last week. Right. And, You know, when in doubt, when I can't decide what shirt to wear, I always wear my kill all pedophile shirt. So, you know, my son, my seventh grader was like pumped. He's like, yes, dad, like, yes, wear it. You have to wear it. And, uh, you know, my wife was kind of like, ah, whatever. I'm not going to tell you what to wear. I'm like, okay. So of course I I had to wear it in there, right? Because, you know, I'm walking around and there were still, even at back to school night now, there were still multiple parents with masks on. And it was like, it was one of those things where, you know, I think I told you last year when I was there, last year I had my, I didn't, oh, last year I didn't wear a mask when everybody else had a mask on and I didn't right. have a mask. I remember that. I remember that. And everybody, like I'd made eye contact with a lot of guys that I know and, you know, it was like, like little puppy dogs that like took a shit on the rug and they were so ashamed and it was, <laughs> it was, it was even like 10 times worse this year because now I'm uh, maskless and wearing a shirt that says kill all pedophiles to a fucking school. And these people with masks are like looking at me, and I'm looking at them like, how pathetic, like how fucking pathetic, absolutely pathetic. So what's worse? Worse to be the guy that's wearing an offensive shirt, or worse to be the guy that's wearing a fucking mask
0: when? <laughs> but the shirt's not offensive. No, especially at a school, <laughs> right? Like, yeah.
1: and it's and it's funny because that that was my whole rationale with it is if you can't wear it at the school. Where else are you gonna wear it? And ironically, it was a couple of days after the the big um, you know pedophile bust that they made in Florida, where they arrested like 142 people, and like four or five of them were teachers. One of them was like a fucking deputy sheriff. Like, come on, man. So, like, again, if you can't get behind that, or that makes you mad, Bob. Well, sorry, <laughs> you are like I don't, I don't know what to say, you know. And, and honestly. It's funny, because people always ask, hey, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get the shirt? And I'm like, Struggle Jennings. I actually I got it from Struggle Jennings from his concert because he was selling the shirts, and I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Right? Like, and I would say that's probably, out of all my offensive shirts, that is the, the most highly complimented shirt that I've ever owned. Ever. Yeah. You know? And also, a lot of people look straight to the ground when they walk by me. You know, and those are the people, I'm like, all right, watch that guy. Like, that guy... Highly
0: suspect, <laughs> yeah. Man, you know uh, those people are um, minor attractive persons. Yeah, right oh, yeah, yeah That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's So ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh,
1: it's funny, but but again, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's you know, life is full of changes, right? And you know, I I, I think you know, and I was telling this guy Nick yesterday, you know, the the, the have a conversation with like minded people is like the most refreshing thing in the world. Right. And, and yeah. when I say like-minded, like you don't have to agree to your point on politics or any of that That means nothing, but to, to be able to be yourself and on myself and we can still, you know, coexist. That's, that's what this whole experiment of America is all about. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to agree with me, but shut your fucking mouth and don't try to enforce your beliefs. Right. Like it's like, like I love my wife. That doesn't mean that you have to love my wife. I don't want yeah. you to love my wife. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like it's it's but this this society that we live in right now is so you know, think for yourself, celebrate, you know, your own individuality, but if your individuality is different than what I think it should be, then that's wrong or that's racist or sexist or misogynist or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing I always, I mean, I go back to a lot is like, I just think about all the people that lost their businesses, like all those small businesses that went under because everything was shut down. Like, is there going to ever be any sort of, um, like, is anybody going to own that? Is there going to be any sort of, is anybody going to pay at all? Or is that just going to be a thing of the past and people say, oh, well, everybody moved on. I think it's like, a, it's, I think it's a lost everything. Yeah. I think it's a literally everything. Oh, well
1: tough shit. Yeah. Right. But, but yet student loans, don't worry about it. Right. It's like, you know, I, and trust me, that, 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 pisses me off because I had student loans out the ass. I don't think I finished paying off my student loans until I was probably in my early thirties when I finally paid off my last student loan payment. It was like 60 some dollars. And I'm like, holy shit, that just took me a decade to pay this shit back. Like what the yeah. fuck? And all I got was yeah. a fucking degree in social work. I mean, what what am I going to do with that ever, right? It's so such it's a ridiculous. It's crazy, scenario. right? So it's <laughs> like but but you think about that. You think of you know, the the bulk of the people that are getting this, you know, this forgiveness, they're PhDs, master's degrees. So it's it's essentially cuz nothing's free. Let's let's be yeah. crystal clear about that. So They're essentially getting PhDs that are paid for by people that couldn't afford to go to college in the first place. Like, help me understand that. And how does that make sense? All in the name of votes. I mean, that's it. It's like, and if you think that that's going to translate into votes, screw you. I mean.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I mean, honestly, I haven't been paying much attention to anything in politics or the news, which I'm actually happy I haven't. But. I haven't really followed that whole um, situation. Like based on what you're saying, could I then assume that probably like your blue collar Midwest university that might vote Republican, there's a less likely chance that they would get their student loans paid off?
1: I wouldn't be surprised, right? Yeah. I mean but but it's weird because I don't I don't remember what the there was a cutoff, right? There was like obviously if you make over a certain amount then you don't you don't qualify. But dude, I think I think the amount was, and I could be wrong, but I think it was like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars as an individual. So if you make one hundred fifty thousand dollars as an individual, you get the forgiveness, right? And and two two hundred and fifty thousand as a household. So think about that. If if I'm a doctor, my wife's a doctor, and we you know we have student loans, but we're making two hundred and forty eight thousand dollars a piece in our first jobs we qualify. Yeah. That
0: that's ridiculous.
1: Like it makes no sense at all.
0: Yeah. You know? I just think it's just ridiculous to change the, I mean, people knew what they were doing when they signed those papers right. or whatever loans they took out. Like there has to be consequences for actions.
1: Well, you would think, I mean, cause if, if, if not, then why, why does anybody have to pay any loan or any payment or live by any contract yeah. that they have? Why do I have to pay my mortgage? I shouldn't
0: have to. Well, I mean, isn't that the thing (laughs) with the the shutdowns and everything and people got all their, uh, you know, they basically got their rents put on hold. My my brother does real estate and it it seems like people still now just aren't paying. And like, what are these landlords and people that own multifamily and all these different types of people, like what is their recourse if people just aren't paying? It's crazy. I think I think that's pretty common that people kind of got in that mindset that they didn't have to pay their rents and pay their bills and so they're still not. And it's like when it, like I don't know maybe the legal system will adjust in some way, but what do you do? I mean, it almost it almost has to right because
1: but again this is this is part of the whole. Yeah, you know, in, in my opinion, it's it's all by design to get you know create enemies, right? It's like if if yeah. everybody hates each other. You got no one to turn to. You can only turn to the government. And, you know, the, 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 maybe the unintended consequence or the intended consequence is civil unrest in one way or the other. It's going yep. to happen, right? Either, either landlords are pissed off and they're like, hey, give me my fucking money. Or the tenants are pissed off and they're like, I'm not giving you your fucking money, right? So it's like, it, either way, it's it's wrong, right? There's there's yeah. no matter how you look at it, right? This this sense of entitlement, the sense of I deserve, right? Like I deserve what what you get and you bust your ass off for. I deserve to get half of that. Come on, yeah. right? I mean, it's like it doesn't it doesn't work like that, you know? Or you know, you, you look at you look at baseball, right? I mean, Aaron Judge, you know, I mean, fucking love the guy, sixty home runs. Right. So should we take half his home runs away and give, you know, give one home run to each player on the team that has less than five? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, honestly, it's bullshit. And, and the thing is, it's like, you know, the most of the people, you know, celebrities, right. Movie stars, athletes that keep coming out here in support of all this shit. They don't understand. Right. And I don't blame them. They, they're just kind of a, a cog in the machine, but yeah. do you think for one second that if LeBron James, if you told him, hey, by the way, man, I know you just signed, you know, a fucking billion dollar contract with Nike, but you're only going to get ten thousand dollars of that. The rest of it has to go back to this group and this group and this group and this group and this group. I yeah. guarantee you, they'd be like, hold on, what? What the fuck? Why are you taking that from me? That's not cool. That's not fair, right? Yeah. But I think it's it's this oblivious mentality of all or nothing because it doesn't impact them. Yeah. Right? So it's like Bill Gates. If you've got more money than you could possibly know what to do with it, what the fuck do you care if no one else gets money? Who cares? I mean, that guy's set. That guy's set for, you know, the next 500 years. He's fine. Yeah. You know? But it is it is crazy, man. It's crazy how, you know, the the... The disease thing, right? It's like, you know, Zika, right? Then it was Ebola. Then it was COVID. Then it was fucking monkeypox, right? Now it's what's next, right? What's the next thing going to be? And there's going to be something. Yeah. 100%. I mean.
0: Yeah. But all, all those before it, SARS, MERS, Zika, like never did it happen that anything was shut down. During none of those did people put on mass or social distance. And the mortality rate was the same. So it just goes to show that that was obviously a political play, sort of a globalist play. And it's like, but most people that weren't alive to understand the context of all those previous, I mean, those were literally global pandemics with the similar mortality rate. Right. But but now they've created this new precedent so that sort of the younger generations think that's normal, what we did during covid
1: yeah, well, but that's that's the thing, right? It's it's when I mean, think about it. Like, I know kids that wouldn't take their masks off once they were allowed to take their masks off because for two years they were told, as a kindergartner, that they're going to kill their friends and they're going to kill their parents and they're going to kill their grandparents if they don't wear a mask.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So when you when you fucking do that for two years and then all of yeah, a sudden, the brain that hasn't even developed even close. Right. But again, is that by design? Is that by design? Because yeah. after two years, you know that, so. hey, you can take your mask off because you know that they're not going to want to take their mask off. So, mission accomplished. Right? Honestly, yeah. like they're, like some of my, my son's friends, I'm like, hey, why is your boy still wearing a mask, dude? Like, the fuck? Like, you know, and then, you know, it's, it's, oh, well, his mom makes him wear it. I'm like, oh, okay. So, then I'll, like, see the mom and dad. I'm like, hey, uh, you still make your, your boy wear a mask? And they're like, no, he won't take it off. Yeah, it's not us. I'm like... Oh man, that's that's sad. Like that really is a sad, sad thing.
0: Yeah, you know. And I think with adults, it was more about um, virtue signaling. But with kids, it truly could be about fear. Sure, right. And fear is what <laughs> these people want. Like, if you're living in fear, that's like their ultimate desire.
1: Well, yeah, and the psychologists love it now, right? Because you know you got all these like now all these these liberal studies like oh man, the pandemic really really hurt people, you know, mentally and. Oh, okay. So now, now you're the next industry. What are you going to start prescribing now? Right? More psychotic drugs, more, you know, things that they don't fucking need. Come on. Right. Like, man, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely crazy times. But, you know, I will say, you know, thankfully you have companies, you know, like first form, right? I mean, you have groups that are out there that are talking and there's enough people that are now starting to come out of the woodworks. Um, and, and he did mention that. Yeah, you know, he, he was like, hey dude, I strongly suggest you apply for the Legion, you know, Legionnaire role. And I told him, like, yeah, hey, my buddies over there. I was like, Yeah, I, I, I'm down with that. That sounds cool, right? I mean yeah. So, yeah. so I did apply to that too. So we'll see. We'll nice. see what happens.
0: You know.
1: But yeah. love it, man.
0: Are you digging it? Uh, yeah. I mean, the products are freaking unbelievable. Yeah. And I've tried a lot of different nutrition products. So, I haven't, I mean, I haven't done as much on the business side, but I feel like I'm still just kind of working on myself at this point. Yeah. But, so. that, but that's the key, right? I mean, you, you hit the nail
1: on the head, right? Whereas I think, I think that if, you know, for anybody out there that, that looks at the world and looks at society or looks at things that are so fucked up, if if they wonder, like, how I can help, the answer's in the mirror. Right? Yeah. I mean, that Like, that's because that's the only thing you have control over, right? Like the only thing you can truly control is yourself. I mean, obviously your, your family, but you know, they're getting older. So they all have their own minds and thoughts and, you know, but it's like, if you can, if you can build a strong foundation in yourself, you know, then you can start to, you know, it's almost like, Hey, did you see what I did? Right. I mean, like, I mean, again, like you, you think of, I mean, I think of how many people that, that I know that have done the program, right? I mean, 25, 26 people now, and they all did it because one, they believed in themselves, but two, they saw what it did for me. Yeah. Right. Like not because I, I didn't tell them, Hey, you have to do this or any of that crap, but they were like, hold up. So all you did was 75 days of, you know, walking with a 60 pound vest and lifting at night and eating right. And you lost, I mean, I was 280 and I went down to 208 in six months, right? I mean, now I'm up to 225, but I've been maintaining 225 for a year and yeah. four months now, right? So yeah. it's, but again,
0: it's not right. I doubt it's about the weight with you either, right? It's about if you put on muscle, yeah, you I don't, can have I don't care. the body composition that you want and put on weight.
1: Right. So. But I look at it as, I mean, like, again, you know, just from a from a mental standpoint, like, you know, there is no way that I would have had the, I don't know if it's balls, I don't know what, what word to use, but to paint fucking strength and honor on my wall in my office. Like, you don't need to use it as a backdrop of every meeting I have. Yeah. Like it's, it's you know, or or even putting it on a shirt or, you know, having a, a freaking, so I don't know if you can see on this side, I got my... You know, so my shelves with all the shirts and hats and stuff, and then I've got the cricket machine and the press, the cutter, yeah. all the vinyl. So I'm making all the shit now, right? Like,
0: Dude, I love that.
1: You know, and, it, and it's, but it's, it's one of those things where I, I'm not an arts and craft person. That's not me. You yeah. know, but when there's a meaning behind it, when there's, you know, there's, there's that logo that actually stands for something. I'm like, fuck yeah! Like this is fucking fun. And honestly, I've I fucking lost a lot of money on it, right? I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's essentially a nonprofit, but 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 I I I love it, right? Like I'm like, hey, this is this is fucking fun, like this is fucking cool, and yeah, the last. So for last week's meeting, you know, we had about the same number of people, maybe a few less, but I've got like seventy five guys that have expressed interest, right? So you know, now I'm like, all right, everybody that's involved, get you know, get two or three other people that want to be involved, right? People that are highly successful, people that don't need help, people that want to help, people that maybe lost their job. Like, one of the guys I'm trying to get to join uh, is going through a pretty rough divorce. You know, like divorce, selling a house, all that crap. I'm like, dude, you got to come then. Like, just for that reason, because that's what it's about, right? It's uh, it's like a brotherhood, right? I mean, it's you, – you, you pick each other up. You help each other out. You know, you – I mean, shit, one of the guys lost his job and I think, you know, within two days, you know, four or five of the guys had his resume and they're sending it out to different companies. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what it's about. Like, it's, it's, hey guys, I need help. And I think that's one thing is, as men that, you know, we're really bad at is asking for help. I mean, I know I fuck, I'm horrible at asking for help. <laughs>
0: exactly. I
1: hate doing it, right? But at the same time, if you put yourself in somebody else's shoes how does it make you feel when your buddy asks you for help? Right. You're like, Oh hell yeah, dude. Like, cause it makes you feel good. Like being the help. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think that's the, that's the the premise behind it. You know, just being the best version of yourself. But the, the, the other thing is this full on assault on men, right. And masculinity right now. Right. It, it's fucking insane. Like, do, do do you realize what the world would be? If you didn't have men, yeah, there'd be no fucking world, right? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and I, Can I just saw Jordan Peterson clip on that, right? Yeah,
1: dude, but that's the thing, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. like we will die out. It is a one hundred percent trust the science fact. You will die yeah. out, right? And I saw something the other day, and I don't, I don't know if it was a, a spoof or a, or for real, but I forget who who posted it, but somebody had something on Instagram where it's like the butt baby where now there's, like, this new thing that men that want to birth a child can stick a, this baby up their ass and birth the baby. And I'm like, that, please tell me that's a joke. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, it's, that? It, like, the, the land of make-believe when you're a kid is getting way out of hand now. Because now you have 50 and 60 and 70-year-olds playing make-believe. And I'm sorry, but it is like, it's, it's way
0: out of control right now. What would, what kind of mental disorder must you have to want, to want to have a baby?
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing though, right? It's like, it's, or, or, or the guys that are literally, you know, fucking breastfeeding a baby. It's like, uh, dude, it ain't going to happen.
0: Yeah. I (laughs) I haven't seen this.
1: You know, it's, it's just, but, but again, it's, it's, you know, you talk about, like, the mental, you
0: know, issues yeah. with
1: people. That That is a mental disorder. That true, yeah. there's something
0: mentally wrong with that person. And they need yeah. help. And that would always, in the past, have been widely accepted. And it wasn't a political topic or anything. It was just, yeah. Right.
1: Oh, yeah, because, because dude, you talk politics. I mean, again,
0: you know, I, I think guys like us
1: are probably a politician's worst nightmare. Because... Yeah. I don't give a shit what party you represent. If, yeah, if I don't agree with what you're saying, I don't agree with what you're saying, right? It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. I'm not one of those guys like, oh, well, you're on the R team, you're on the D team. I better get through it. And actually, think of one of the earlier podcasts we, we talked about, right? I mean, it was like this. It may have been the first one, first or second one we did where we talked about you know blindfolding people and and having different politicians talk and talk about their platforms and talk about what they stand for. And Republicans would probably vote for Democrats and Democrats would probably vote for Republicans because at the end of the day, they're all fucked
0: up. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's so, yeah, it's so bizarre how, you know, like the wall now is another thing that's like, <laughs> there was always consensus that to have a strong country, you needed strong borders, you needed to have, you know, that was like. Everyone, Clinton, Obama, Biden, everyone said it until Trump decided to do it, and then it became a political thing that people thought was racist and people opposed. It's, it's like – and now I think Biden's, like, doing work on the wall, but nobody's saying he's racist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Man, but he's – So it just becomes, it's just to a point of ridiculous. Well, the thing is,
1: it's like you could take – if you take everything that – I mean – for the most part not everything. If you take most of what Trump says, right, 90% of what he tra- he says, at least the facts and yeah. and say that somebody else said it, they parade it through the streets. Yeah. Right, but the fact that it's him and that to me that tells you why we need more people like that. Right? Because if you can if one man can, you know, stoke a fire underneath of Every single politician in the entire country, that tells you something,
0: right? Like, that
1: tells you something. I mean, aside from him being, like, a murderer or, like, a child rapist or something, you know, like, that should stir up a fire. But I guarantee you, if, you know, if they found out that Biden truly was, you know, like, the biggest pedophile out there, they still would support him. They'd make some, like, oh, yeah, Yeah, well, at least he's not as bad as Trump. At least, like, whoa, come on. (laughs) You know, like... I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It's definitely crazy, you know. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah, So how do people um, just get involved in what you're doing? Do they just email you?
1: Yeah, just email me, call me, talk to me. Um, you know, and yeah. it's again, it's it's pretty. There's a lot of good ideas flowing around now too, because that's the that's the other thing is I don't want people. To just like it's not me pontificating, it's not me you know lecturing any of that shit because I think that it's everybody can make a difference, right? And and the goal is you know to get in a situation where you go to an event, you know, you go to a community event, and everybody's wearing strength and honor hats, you know, yeah. or there's like fifty dudes, and people are like, "What do they do?" And it's like, oh, yeah. they just they're just dudes, they're just trying to yeah you know, look out for for themselves, look out for the family, look out for each other help each other out, right? Like, but kind of, kind of quoting, you know, quoting the program, it's, it's doing, right? Do things like action versus let's talk about it, right? Like, like, like the, I mean, again, we talked about the analogy of like the shopping carts, right? Or, you know, trash being on the ground and how many people walk by a shopping cart that is going full steam into the side of a car. They walk by, (laughs) wow, look at that, some asshole left the cart out there. But, very few people actually stop the car, like run after the car, stop it, and then put it back where it needs to go, right? They'd rather sit there and complain about it versus, well, okay, yeah, we see that. What do you What do you do about it, yeah. right? Like, oh, my God, that kid's crossing the street and there's a car coming. Are you just going to stand there and watch him get hit by the car or are you going to try to save him? Yeah, you know, and I think that's the that's the problem right now is there's not enough people for whatever reason, right? I mean, maybe maybe some people don't want to help the kid because they're afraid that well, what if I help the kid and I throw him out of the way and he breaks his arm and his parents sue me for breaking his arm, right? It's like yeah, okay, I, I get that, but I'd rather you sue me for breaking your arm than your son being dead. Yeah. You know, like it's – but again, that's the world we live in right now where people are always worried about what if. Like what what about this? What about this? What will people think if I stand up for my kids, right? What will people think if I show up to school, you know, without a mask or I show up to school wearing a kill-all pedophile shirt? Yeah, what will people think? Wh- whatever. You know where I stand. I'd rather that, right? I'd rather have somebody walk up to me with a shirt that says, I fucking hate you. I'd be like, <laughs> all right. Hey, you know what? Maybe we should just agree to just go different ways, man. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Versus, you know, I mean, and again, it's funny. Like one of the, one of the books that I, that I read you know, within the last couple of months was I read Malcolm X book. Right. And dude, it was a great book. Right. It was yeah. like, he had a fucked up childhood, man. Like a fucked up childhood. And he, he, like what he, kind of stuff? Dude, just abusive, like abusiveness, yeah. and like create just crazy stories, like prostitutes, and you know just so many crazy things. Yeah. His, his dad, right? But the 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 like you see when you when you look at things through somebody else's eyes, like he hated white people, hated them, despised yeah. them for the first three quarters of his life, and the reason is because his you know he had like four uncles that were straight up murdered by white dudes. Lynched, yes. hung, killed, whatever. So it's like, how can you sit there and be like, well, I don't understand? I'm like, well, why wow, why do you hate white people? It's like, well, dude, well, this is what I have to, to live off of. But yeah, what you see as he got older and started talking, and he spent more time interacting with white people, he didn't hate white people. Right? But what's crazy is he talks about like politics a lot. And he talks about how, you know, during presidential elections. Both sides, cause he got, he got so powerful that both parties would try to woo him. And yeah. he used to say, he's like, you know, he's like, the, the difference between like Republicans and Democrats, he said, I would, I like the Republicans more because they at least tell me that they don't like me. They're, they're <laughs> at least honest about it. They're not hiding. But he, he used to say that the biggest devil in the world is the Democratic party because they tell me to my face how much they love me. He's like, but they do everything in their power to stab me in the back and sub- submarine me. Yeah, right. And It's like it's that could probably be said for today too. Yeah, right? Cuz if you again, it's it's are you trying to help or are you trying to make it look like you're helping?
0: Yeah. I think I mean, that's just wild how the narrative on him has changed cuz I would say 90% of people if you ask them on the street, they would say, "Oh, Malcolm X was a democrat." Right? right? And they because say the same thing for, about like, Mark- racial equality. Right. Not realizing the whole history of racism came from the left. Yep. Well, that's the <laughs> thing, too, think is, Abraham Lincoln, they're, they're shocked that he was a Republican. Yep. The guy who abolished slavery. Yep.
1: But he also, Malcolm X also, you know, he was against, you know, he wanted to keep everything segregated. He didn't want everything mixed together, right? From yeah. the other side of you, right? So, it's kind of, it's interesting when you think about it, but then you look at, like, even, like, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was not a Democrat. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, he, he supported, you know, the Kennedys of the world, but... If you look at today's world, Kennedy would not be a Democrat. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's—I don't know, man. It's kind of—it's kind of nuts if you—if you actually read or you actually go and look at things and look up things and you—you and you realize, like, huh, man, I, I was wrong. Like, there's there's a lot of people that if they open up their eyes and actually read the different point of view, or instead of watching, you know, CNN, watch Fox, or instead of watching Fox, watch CNN. You might yeah. you might actually you might learn something. Right? Yeah. I mean you might or you might be able to say, hey, I'll take this story and that story and I'll kind of read between the lines and figure it out. Yeah. But most people don't want yeah. to do that cuz I don't know if they want to find out the truth. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's more fun to get all emotional and worked up over a lie than it is to Yeah, you know, cuz it's not as exciting, right? It's if if it turns out that you know, oh, I heard that this guy, you know, was busted with, you know, five million pounds of heroin. But really, it was just, a, you know, it was a little dime bag of pot. That's not as exciting of a story, right? Like, yeah. they, want yeah. it, they want it to sell. They want big stuff so that everybody talks about it, right? Like, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Dude,
0: you know who you're turning into is, um, I thought of this when you were t- telling me about learning how to pick a lock. You, you ever see Better Call Saul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the old dude. <laughs> and, uh, just like, dude, one of the best scenes in that I just watched the other day is when, remember they show up for that, like, job it, to be, like, a security guard for that crazy dude that rolls around in the yellow Hummer? I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. They're, like, in this parking garage, and this guy is talking about guns and everything. You'll have I'll have to send you the episode. But he just, like, totally takes down this dude. But um, I love that character because he's just, like, this old man that just goes around just destroying people. It's like simple, just like being smart and wily and
1: (laughs) but that's that's what it's about, man. But you know what it's 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 one of those things where I think people right it's like take the time to understand other people and where they're coming from. Right? Because if you can if you can see somebody else's perspective, like and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have to force yourself to see it, right? I mean, like I think of it, I mean you could probably relate to this pretty well. Like think of conversations with especially like your senior daughter, right? Yeah, it, it's a like we've entered a whole new world of you know independence and you know thoughts and you know it's like so sometimes like I gotta tell her like yo, slow your roll a little bit. Like you know I know you I know you're the all knowing and I know you've got all this independence and you're making good money. I get that, but yeah, just just tone down a notch, right? And I gotta remind myself that. I remember when I was 17 as well, right? Yeah. And I was, I was invincible. And
0: you're a senior in high school. You're, like, at the top of the world. That's man. it, man. Top of the food chain.
1: Right? But it's like, but you got to, unless you have, and again, just to quote the program, unless you have the intent, right, because intention is the key, right? It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's like the difference between listening to somebody and hearing what they're saying, right? Big, big difference, man. It's very easy to listen to someone, but hearing what they're saying, whole different ballgame. Right. Especially yeah. if you just want to get your next thought out. Yeah. Really hard to do. Right. And Yeah. But I think that's the that's the biggest problem right now is and I could say it for my old company. I could say it for any failed relationship professionally, personally. Every time it comes down to a lack of communication. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 you want to solve all problems in the world. Start with some type of communication, two way dialogue. You know, and hopefully the emotions aren't so high already that that's impossible because that's, yeah. you know, again, when we talk about like, you know, fucking Afghanistan and, you know, some of these, these tribal battles that have been going on for thousands of years. Right. That's, that's hard to get over,
0: man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a special go. And,
0: and then, like you said, it's not about the words that are said, but it's about truly having the right intentions. Right. right. Like, I think a lot of people think about the words to say when they're communicating or, like, how to say things. But – and Ed Milet talks about this about – in terms of confidence. But, like, it truly – you can't substitute intention. Like, you have to know that your heart's in the right place. And actually, uh, this was on a podcast recently, but have you heard him talk about, like, self-confidence in that topic? No. Nah. And how he said a lot of people – Get their self confidence from things they do and skills that they acquire, degrees that they get, and, um, which you do get self confidence. Yeah. I mean, look at the confidence you've acquired over yeah, all the years and all that. yeah. like, That's true. He says you also have to really build your self confidence through your intentions. Because if you know your intentions are pure, like your self confidence is going to increase just as much if not more yeah. than just like by doing the things right because you could do a lot of things and still be a jerk and not have the self-confidence right like you'd go through 75 hard still be a jerk at the end and like you're you still have that belief about yourself so it really is about working on your intentions what you believe about yourself and what you believe about the world and like what's your purpose in the world so i thought that was good
1: yeah, I think I do I think you're right too, right? Because it's—I mean, think about it. It's like the, the right thing is always the right thing, right? We've talked about yeah. that a lot of times. And if if you give a hundred percent to something, but you know inside, like your subconscious, you know it's the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. Like nothing, nothing is gained, right? And, and I think that that happens a lot in in marriages. It happens a lot in work, where it's oh well, the boss said do this, even though I know with every vein of my body that that is the wrong thing to do but you still do it right and in, instead of saying hey boss are you sure we should do it that way like here's why it's because we're so afraid right we're afraid to do the right thing because we don't want to get in trouble for doing the right thing yeah and it's like huh like <laughs> help me understand this like how how is that wrong right but most people do it and the sad thing is most grown-ups do it so, if most grown-ups are afraid to do the right thing, how can you expect kids to not be afraid to do the right thing? Yeah. Right? It's monkey see, monkey do, man. I mean, that's – it's funny. You mentioned it by I just read his uh, his newer book, um, with The Power of One More.
0: Yeah. yeah that's, that's, a good that's on one. my list.
1: Yeah, that's a good one, man. Um, yeah. you, know, you know what I just read?
0: Have you read Atlas Shrugged? No. I've oh. been wanting to. That's the really long one, right? Yeah, it's like eleven 1, hundred
1: pages. It took me three <laughs> weeks to read it.
0: Um, it was a good book. It wasn't it wasn't as great as everybody says it is. Yeah, I started in on it a while back and it I just didn't even really know where it was going. So I so,
1: so wordy, man. Like it is that is the wordiest <laughs> book I've ever read in my life. And probably the hardest book I've ever had to read. I honestly. Really? Like, yeah, dude, it's yep but it was I, I think the first like 120 pages were pretty good Um, maybe the first 20 pages were a little tough to kind of get acclimated but yeah, the yeah, end yeah. Of, like page like 25 to like 130 was good and then the next like 800 pages I just didn't like I mean honestly I was like this is like stupid but I had to finish it and then the last like when they finally tied all up the last 120 pages were phenomenal Really? Yeah. So, like, honestly, I think you can get away if you read the first hundred pages and then the last hundred pages. <laughs> yeah, you're is probably. Is it like a it.
0: actual story that's happening? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's a story, and they actually. Yeah. You know, let me read this quote to you because this is what I thought was the best part. So. So you know, they, they ask the question like when they start the book, like who is John Galt? Mm-hmm. So basically, they, they finally, at the end, they finally tell you who he is, right? So it's kind of cool. But he has this one quote, I'll read it. It doesn't give anything away, but it was, so he said, he did this like this long speech, right? It's like fucking 15 pages of the book, speech, like okay. super long, but it's all relevant to today, which is, okay. which is wild, right? But he said, uh, there, there are two sides to every issue. One side is right and the other is wrong, but the middle is always evil. The man who is wrong still retains some respect for the truth. If only by accepting the responsibility of choice, but the man in the middle, he is the knave who blanks out the truth in order to pretend that no choice or value exists, who is willing to sit out the course of any battle, willing to cash in on the blood of the innocent or to crawl on his belly to the guilty, who dispenses justice by condemning both the robber and the robbed to jail, who solves conflicts by ordering the thinker and the fool to meet each other halfway. Like, dude, and it was one of those, like, I read that, I was like, now I see why I read the book, right? Yeah. Like, for that one fucking sentence, because how true is that, right? Yeah. Think of, think awesome. of, think of every time in your life that you kind of try to play the middle, right? Because like, yeah. you want to be peacemaker, you know, you don't want siblings to fight, whatever it is. You're like, hey guys, come on, like, let's just, let's just let it be, agree to disagree. Yeah. But when you're talking about moral issues... Dude, there no, you don't just let that be. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you gotta you gotta pick a side, and I think politicians have that problem. They yeah. they can't pick a side. They're always like they could you could ask them a question like, hey, what's the most important thing, you know, on your platform? They'll tell you something, and then I ask them separately, and I'm like, Hey, what's the most important thing on your platform? And they tell me something completely different. Yeah. Right? And it's it's one of those things where, okay, let's ask him together. Let's see what he says. You'll probably yeah. say something completely <laughs> different than the vault there right? So, so yeah, it's, it's a good book, but, again, it's
0: – Yeah.
1: I would suggest – took you I said, um, e-
0: email me or text me that line? I need to think about it a bit more.
1: Yeah. I just want
0: to let it sink in because I like it.
1: It's it's good, man. I mean, it definitely – it makes you think. But I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm a cheap ass, so I got the, the $10 version with, like, <laughs> really small font. Yeah.
0: And, or just take a picture of it and send me the picture. Yeah. But I it was a picture book. Page, yeah. That's good stuff, man.
1: <clears throat> now I'm reading, uh, The Devil's Highway. It's, um, I just started it this morning. It's all about the, I guess the, the Mexican and U.S. border right along the Arizona desert and how, and how like these guys, like four guys went down to Mexico and tried to take the trail, like the coyote trail. And just how, like, they call it Devil's Highway for back since, like, the 1500s because it's nothing but just fucking dead bodies everywhere. Like, <laughs> like, totally inhabitable land and, you know, stories of ghosts and, you know, just the smugglers and cartels and, you know, just literally bones all over the place just from people trying to make that trek. So, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, so we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm trying to decide, like, again, I'm only like 20 pages in, but I'm trying to decide if the goal is to, like, show support for illegals or if the goal is to show, like, against illegals. Yeah. You know, because I think it's interesting because
0: either way, wherever they go, you're going to get a new perspective. Right? Absolutely. Even if it's something that challenges your opinion, you may now see it in a different way, Dude. which is always a win, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be uh, a thing is people get so afraid of like the idea that changing their mind could mean they were wrong, but it's like, what if you got new information, right? You know, (laughs) but, but, but that's, that's
1: exactly it. Right. It's, It's like that book that I told you I read, uh, the dark side of the light chasers. Right? It, got, yeah. it gets like deep. Like the first 20 pages of that one, I was like, man, this is fucking horrible. Like, what the fuck? Because it was just so like psychoanalytical and crap. But, yeah. but then, like, once I read through the whole thing, I'm like, whoa, like, this is deep. Like, it has exercises, but it's basically, it's, it's, we all have our skeletons, right? We all have our dark secrets that we, we repress. All of us. There's not a single human being on earth, right, other than Jesus, that, that doesn't have something in there. And yeah. this book basically tells you that in order for you to be the best person that you could possibly be, you have to accept the worst thing that you ever did. You have to, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it happened. There's, you can't fucking change it. It happened, accept it, embrace it because it makes you a stronger person. Right. And that's, that's kind of the way I look at it with all these things. I think most people can't do that. They're unwilling to do that because they're yeah. like, nope, I'd rather just suppress it and you know. Drink my face off, you know, a bottle of whiskey every day for the next 50 years and just die. Then, yeah. then have to face my worst nightmare, my worst enemy, whatever it is. Then I think yeah. that the, the people who are happiest have, they've kind of fought
0: those demons. Like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, I fucked up. I did some stupid shit. Is it that they embrace it because they learn from it? Because you probably wouldn't want to embrace something that was unhealthy for you, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you learn from right? Because again, everything, yeah. everything that happens in your life is a lesson
0: right everything yeah.
1: Right. I mean, it's like, like, uh, I mean, people will ask, you know, about business, like, Hey, so why, why were you successful in this? I'm like, well, hold on two groups. I was unsuccessful two groups. I was successful. So there's basically a 50, 50 chance, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. but then, then, then you want to know, okay, well, why, why wasn't it successful? Right. And I would say nine times out of 10, it's because you didn't have buy-in from higher ups or people to the left or right of you. The the reasons that it was successful is everybody was together, right? You kind of, you latch on, you lock arms and you go and do it, right? So you got to make that decision. Okay. Which, which one are we going to be?
0: Yeah. You know, are we going to be by ourselves or a lot of people in business never want to admit to those failures or those mistakes because it looks weak. But what it actually does is when you start talking about them, it gives you that much more um ability to lead and influence because now people right. just see you as someone that's a person. Right. It's all the like CEOs that never like go to that place that have the biggest problems because the workforce knows they're flawed, right? Yep. Yeah,
1: dude, it's it's called the truth.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, <laughs> exactly
1: it's the truth. Well yeah. hey dude, great catching up man, as always. Yeah. And uh, you know, we'll catch up. We'll catch up soon here. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think this is, I don't know, this is 86 or 87, but we'll get it up there we'll you know, shortly there. after this. Yeah. So, alright, brother. We'll all take right. care, man. We'll catch up with you soon. Okay.
0: Don't